Welcome to the Hunter and Parker podcast number. I have to go check our website to see which one we're on. I think this is six. Okay. We're not done yet, number six. When the morning show is over, the podcast begins. Today, the day that we're recording this is August 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you have to bring to the table? Well, the very first thing I wanted to ask you is, well, what do you have going on today, especially after the podcast in terms of work? What kinds of things do you have to work on? Well, I have to work on some music logs. Actually, we are going to World Equestrian Center today, a couple of us, to check the sound system. And I don't. they've told me about their sound system for uh, the outdoor expo that we're doing Saturday from 9 to 3. Uh-huh. Um, something about, you know, like these uh, iPads or tablets, and there's mixing boards on the tablet. And What? It's really high tech. So. So that's why it's like, okay, we got to go out there and teach you guys early. I might I might earn a certificate after I learn how to use their, <sighs> oh my God, their sound system. I, I can't believe they entrust you guys with it. They entrust oh, us. No. Do I have to go too? I didn't know about this. No. Oh, okay, cool. I don't like no, having that responsibility. I think it'll be fairly easy. Because the thing I wanted to ask you, you out of the, well, out of the three of us, I don't, I'm fortunate I don't have to go to any meetings. Chris doesn't have to go to any meetings too much. You are the meeting queen. Mm-hmm. There was one time, and this was before Saga owned us, I had so many meetings that that's how I knew what day of the week it was. <laughs> and then when we were bought by We Love Saga, um, all my meetings went down to one. Well, okay. two. Okay. I guess I have two. Two a week. I thought you had more than that. Um, they're when needed. I had meetings when needed, but before, man, it was like I had Monday meetings, Tuesday meetings, Wednesday meetings, and Thursday meetings. That would just drive me absolutely insane. And how was it just one meeting a day that you would have those or multiple? No, one a day. And you know, the thing with meetings, they don't just start Yeah. because you have to kind of loosen up yeah ask people how they're doing and and it's hard to bring it all back around and let's start this meeting now. And it's even... More difficult being on Zoom and being on Microsoft Teams and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it's good to know now, though, that you are down to just a couple of meetings a week instead of a couple <laughs> a day. Because in a new survey, 89% of workers said that they would love to have just one day with no meetings or phone calls. Impossible. Impossible. But you just said you only have one or two a week. So there's got to be. Well, you got to consider phone calls and then the impromptu meetings and then the meetings that lead to other meetings. I guess what I was explaining to you were planned meetings. Yeah, okay. Because I was going to say, because a lot of the stuff that does come up, Mm -hmm. not even planned for you, it just is happening. It'll start off with somebody has a question. And then before you know it, 45 minutes later. Then we pull two people into the, hey, let's get this question answered. Yeah. Almost half say they usually have at least two or three meetings a day. A fifth, more like five meetings a day. Oh, these poor people. I can't imagine. What the hell do you do that you're having five plus meetings a day? Um... Top things we hate, getting there on time. Am I always the last one in our Zoom meetings? Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. Meeting fatigue, five minutes, and I am just like, (gasps) and poor planning by the person running that, but we can't. Mm -hmm. We love the people that are running our meetings. Um, Man, 
I hope today is that day for you, Hunter. No meetings. Would you feel like you'd be more productive or? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I always plan on going home. I'm like, oh, I can just work from home. So I pack up my stuff and I go home. And there is this magnet at my front door. Like I will be driving home and I'll be planning all these things I can do when I get home. And as soon as I walk through the front door, that magnet just zaps all yeah. the energy. Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> like, how. Ah. Oh, the couch. And nothing gets done. Now I'm having a meeting with the couch. Okay. So I have something way off the wall for you. Guess what Japanese parents are sending relatives? This is a new thing. Why would I have any idea what Japanese parents are sending their other Japanese relatives? Bags of rice. Well, you know. It's not a it's not a joke. Actually, there's a reason behind it. These are new Japanese parents, parents that just had babies. Is this some sort of Japanese baby shower gift? No. <laughs> no. It's not like throwing rice at a wedding or anything like that. No, what they're doing, because they can't travel because of the pandemic. So what they do is they send their relatives bags of rice that are customized to re- to weigh the same as the newborn so that the family members can pretend that they're holding the new baby. I did you ever do that in high school where it's usually like a home ec class or something where you get married and you have a baby and you each are responsible for the baby? You know what? Usually it's an egg or a sack of flour. I remember some students having to do that in my mm-hmm. high school class. You never did it, though? I never did it. And in the middle of class, the baby would start crying and then they would have to leave. And it was all just a matter really? of... See, they weren't allowed to disrupt our classes. This was all just a matter of, of teaching responsibility and sort of simulating what it would be like mm-hmm. to be a, a mother, a teen mom in school and doing oh. all of that. Yeah. And that's why I was like, okay. They went to teen mom. Wow. Well, and I think generations there, have changed. There's also a couple of, of males that were, you know, okay, if you're a teenage dad and this is kind of what it would be like. But I don't, I'm like, I forget what the name of the class was. I just knew I didn't want to take that baby Yeah, class. I didn't take the class either and I didn't have to do it. But in my high school, Catholic high school, um, you know, they paired a male and a female, a boy and a girl student together. And you were responsible for the sack of flour. Um, and my sister, my sister was 10 years older than me. Her class actually did the eggs. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you had to be careful because you couldn't break the egg. egg. Break, you had yeah. to be very careful. But you did it as a team. Like one night the boy would take the sack of flour home. The next night the girl would. Okay. And you had to keep a journal. You know, how many times did it wake up at night? What yeah. did you do and everything? And you had to be careful because your sack of flour couldn't leak. Like if it came back and there was like a hole and or if it, okay. it was damaged in any way. <laughs> but the same thing with the eggs. You couldn't crack the egg. Yeah, you have to be You'd very delicate. Very careful. Very gentle, very delicate. And it's along the same lines. You know, mm-hmm. you're just teaching a tender loving care. But of course, you know, the way that technology has progressed, they were able to actually make little, you know, automatic robot babies. So <laughs> in the middle of the night... It would start crying, and your job oh. you know, as the mom, you if you wanted an A in the class, you know, you'd have to rock it back to sleep, or if it wanted its milk, you'd have to simulate the milk. I think some people, after a while, figured out how to take the batteries out. <laughs> you can't take the batteries out of the real baby! I can just see them when they become adults and have babies. Where do the batteries Where go? Is this? <laughs> 
Shake, <laughs> shaking it upside down. Why? I can't get the batteries out of this crying baby. Oh my god, that's a little weird to me, honestly. Because why would you want to be holding on to the baby? I don't like the 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 Japanese moms. Oh, they... back to that. I forgot. That's how we started. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I just, how did we get here? Maybe I'm thinking, oh, okay, if I have the opportunity to not carry and not care for a baby, I'm going to soak up all of that yeah. goodness. Well, these uh, Japanese new Japanese parents are sending uh, customized bags. They weigh as the same as the newborn so that uh, other family members can hold the new baby. There's a picture of the baby's face attached to the front of each bag. <laughs> There are add-ons you can get, like blankets. Okay. The person who came up with the, this idea is the owner of a rice shop in Japan. Of course, he well, wants more people know. to buy his rice. Man, it just makes perfect. Doing a great job at that. Yeah. Got an email here. Parker at windfm.com and Hunter at windfm.com. Uh-oh. I didn't see this. Let me says, my wife jokes. They didn't send it to you. It was to me. Oh. Uh, and she's 100% right when she tells me if she died, I'd be screwed when it comes to paying any bills. Mm-hmm. She's got all the passwords and uh, is in a... She ca- actually said that? Well, it's, it's it's a joke. Okay. But she's 100% right. She's 100% true. That's what this guy says. She's an accountant, so she'd love to pay the bills so much so I don't even know how much my paychecks are. What? I hate the stress of thinking about money, paying off stuff. I guess I'm the kind of person when it comes to money, I put my head in the sand. So he asks, if your mate wasn't around anymore, what's the one thing that you would not be able to do? Kill spiders. (laughs) And every once in a while, we get a wasp in the house, and I go running. There's a wasp! What? That's so funny. But of course, you can handle all the bills. Is that what you do? Yeah, I do handle all the bills. And we have discussed and... Steve's like, yeah, I don't really want to. And I'm like, I don't want to be the one responsible for all this. So vice versa, if you were to go, that's the one thing that he would not be able to handle? <sighs> or or what is it? Like one major Well, I would thing. hope that he would be grieving so much well, that okay. he would have problems handling it. Um, but <laughs> I've left directions and where things are and what accounts are where. But when it comes know. to, um, yeah, I don't. Uh, I love how it's just like something that's so difficult. I mean, you know, taking care of bills and and mm-hmm. especially when it's a joint income, managing all the finances, it's very difficult. You could smash the spider with the pack of papers that you have right in front of you. I don't know why that's so much more difficult. Because the spider is scary, <laughs> and he's also really good at fixing everything around the house. So. He's the man. Okay, yeah, I would know that. Yeah, Steve, the handyman. He is. And there are several other, um, because I actually found a similar thread on Reddit, and it seems like a lot of other people, they let their wives handle the bills, handle the money. Somebody else says, I have no idea how much I I make. I asked my wife, and she told me it was 14 an hour. I was like, sweet. Does do, do, do you handle all that with Steve? Yeah, I mean, just... I even do the taxes. Yeah. So he just gives you his paycheck. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even know how he much. He holds back what he needs and gives me the rest, and we're all oh. good. 
Yeah. And then I go out and buy new shoes. <laughs> buy myself something pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, which is also the reason why I don't he, he rarely grocery shops yeah you can send him with a list of three things and he will come back with 50 <laughs> and then the food I like he he'll just he'll pick up anything and everything and this was on sale and I'll I can eat this for lunch and he's all excited and then 49 of the 50 things he bought will just sit there <laughs> I'm like, honey, you bought cucumbers for a salad. Yeah, I know. Well, the cucumbers are all shriveled and wrinkled in the refrigerator. Come on. I know exactly his mindset, though, when he's there at the grocery store. Oh, these look good. Not a lot of money. Not a lot of money for cucumbers or a couple of vegetables. Okay, I'll eat them. And never does. And I'd be like, you have cucumbers in the refrigerator. Oh, I do? Yeah, you bought yourself some apples. Really? Where are they? But if you were to take those cucumbers, you were to take those apples, <laughs> I know and where you're going. you slice them up and cut them up and put them in a Tupperware container and in the fridge, they're gone the next day, right? Exactly. Okay. It is the classic experiment. So I, on a regu- I love grapes. I'll buy them all the time. If I buy them, let them sit in the bag on their stems still, nobody touches them. If I bring them home from the grocery store and I put them in the colander mm-hmm. and I take them off the stems so that, you know, and then I wash them up really good and I put them in the refrigerator, they're gone in two days. Yeah. Well, then, People then course... cannot just pick the grapes and wash them and eat them themselves. It's a lot. And sometimes I just want to go in there and just get a handful of grapes and plop them in my mouth and go about my day. I don't want to have to take time to wash them. I'm with Steve on this front. And one more email just to kind of leave you guys with something because I didn't yeah, think let's about be this. Positive. <laughs> was there big? Was there trick or treating last year around this? Uh, Did I, we have trick or treating during the pandemic? I don't think so. I know generally in in Florida. Did, I trick, did we have? I, I don't remember. So. My neighborhood is not good with trick or treating. Oh, it's not. No. My my. I know for well. I mean, I'm, I'm in an apartment complex. How mm-hmm. many people are coming around? A, apartments to go trick-or-treating yeah. <laughs> we're all broke <laughs> um but somebody asked last year was a bus delta's hitting and we lost trick-or-treating as we know it and i'm just trying to think i'm just I, I didn't i wanted your memory refreshing my memory on trick-or-treating last year i don't think that it'll be much i think you know here in florida generally people are just going about their 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 normal lives yeah, well some neighborhoods around here so there are good neighborhoods like the, I think the kids all know and the families know. Oh, this neighborhood over here always has like the big candy bars. You know, I've always, I wish I could go trick or treating in the Jumbalair neighborhood. Bye. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, those people are you rich. You say that. Go ahead. You, th- they're rich. You think they would have lots of candy and stuff? Why wouldn't they? But stop and think. They have such large houses on such large pieces of land. You have to walk from one house to the next. By the fifth house, I'm tired. Let's go home. My feet hurt. And you won't even be able to fly home. You're going to walk back after that. All right. Episode six. Thanks for checking us out. We're Hunter and Parker. We're not done yet. I hope you have something more constructive to do with the rest of your day. (laughs) Because it has not been so far.